1: Right, Metro Retro, Friday, November the 14th, 2014. So another November one, closer to Christmas than last time.
2: Yeah, November's on the way. You can imagine those John Lewis commercials singing from the TV, mm-hmm. warming up your Noel cockles.
1: Yeah. So
2: by, by November, have you bought all your Christmas presents? yes i i do actually you know what i mean i'm i can get quite anxious if i've got things hanging over my head Mm. so i do like to get do you know what i've become i've had situations where i've been so organized with christmas presents that when it's come to december to wrap them i can't find them i've actually (laughs) lost them in the flat i don't even live in a mansion i'm not michael jackson well that's not a name you want to reference is over christmas but i mean get rid of him i'm not um tom cruise there you go okay. that's the best that's a good person to reference yes um nice and clean um in the sense that um yeah i don't live in a mansion and i've i've met i've lost many a christmas but i don't know where gee, there's one christmas present i'm thinking now which was a large bugs bunny uh cookie jar for a relative uh that's all folks when you open the lid okay. i still don't know where that is i still
1: don't know where that is because that sounds like that's not going to be behind the sofa, is it? No, it's not.
2: It was bloody massive. I, I, I turned my hair out
1: trying <laughs> to find it. I was hoping you were going to say a picture of a like a, a sea, a seaside thing, and I was going, like, it's on the wall behind oh, you. Oh, it's behind you, Edmunds. Yeah, that's yeah the there it is. The, um,
2: you are hiding in plain sight. Um, Absolutely. God, that would have been a lovely end to the podcast. I would well, have wrapped it up. Yeah. I've got a present ready for Christmas. You, yeah, the whole rest
1: of the podcast has been you wrapping it up. Nice bit of uh, audio there. But no. So uh, I'm... I, I kind of fluctuates like at the moment I've got some presents for Emily for Christmas oh, I, I when I went to visit my mum I keeps kept seeing these things that I thought she'd like and I just bought them for her so I'm going to keep them for for Christmas Did and, you do your uh, stocking uh, yeah but that's just like tat you know just like st- stuff that probably she's just stuff from the local shop
2: I mean wh- quite excited about Christmas. I mean, I'm um, feeling a bit Christmassy now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've to watch Home Alone. What's your favourite film? Uh Christmas Home film? Home Alone,
2: amigo. Yeah, Home I do Alone. like Home Alone. And yes, is Die Hard a Christmas film? Yes, it is a Christmas film. Yes, it is. Not I think that I would do. have to if someone wanted to watch Die Hard, I'd happily watch it with them. But it is a Christmas film. That is absolutely official.
1: But I think it was released in the summer. Is that right? Summer blockbuster, re- or That's was nothing. it? I don't yeah, know. I think, Actually, having um, said that, I don't know.
2: That would be a bit crazy, wouldn't it? In the summer, watching like a um a bloke in a vest yeah. running around snow, sort of, yeah, you know, late at night in a skyscraper. But that would have been a cinema visit, wouldn't it? Absolutely incredible watching but, that on the big screen. But going back to
1: stockings, um,
2: it when I was younger, um, it did
1: develop that one time. This was peak greed i think i had a sleeping bag as a
2: stocking oh my goodness i mean who I, was that was that emily or your mother who that was my that? my
1: mum and dad i think they went a bit one christmas and i think i was quite old as well
2: god almighty and did you have presents afterwards still yeah, as well presents
1: under the tree i mean then we weren't even rich we weren't that rich i think they were just i just i don't know what happened maybe before a divorce or I don't know I don't, know. I don't yeah I, uh, po- it was actually quite quite possibly <laughs> they the uh presents were very specifically labeled this is from your father don't forget this no they weren't like that No, but that, that would have been flipping like, getting ready for the you know yeah remember this when, the, when, when uh, I'm not when I'm around now as now much on. as I was um Could but yeah know, that was pretty um, crazy that is amazing
2: what age were you
1: then I can't remember I think I was in my teens Dear, that's, god, that's a bit that's not... old do you remember stocking, any of the um
2: it? good stuff in there was it all tat? was it like oh that's that's not good that's not good i think was there
1: it, was you know? a lot uh my stockings did consist of a lot of edible stuff like you'd wow. have your chocolate thing it was so exciting wasn't weren't stockings exciting
2: though oh you... god mate christmas for me was the pinnacle it all has mm. gone downhill after that christmas for me was like a junkies glastonbury times mm. 10. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It was just like crack cocaine. It was just like when I was a kid, I just remember my brain just like a Catherine Will, just going yeah. insane. So after so
1: after Christmas, you're, you're feeling down and gloomy. When do you start getting excited about Christmas
2: again? What part of the oh. year do you think, oh, Christmas is coming? I'm trying to think. I imagine it's like September, October with the TV commercials. I mean, I don't have the same buzz as I used to as a kid. It's just not laid out for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of it is like I'm like a Grinch now who lives on the mountain, who looks over the mountain with you know both hands on his hips, shaking his big green face. It's just like, you know, what was? Almost like a king who's been pushed off his throne mm. and is now pushed into the um the outer layers of the kingdom type of thing, which is a bit sort of a dark description. I'm like Edward Scissorhand now.
1: Edward's Scissorhands. hands. Edwards
2: Ed- Scissorhands.
1: So that, right. that takes the let's take the S from the beginning of scissors. Edwards Kizzerhands. Does that work? <laughs> no. Edwards Kizahans.
2: It's, it's got I could see it as a hashtag. I can see yeah, it being posted yeah. on social media.
1: I don't know if you can put apostrophes in hashtags, so having said that, but let's leave that there. Um but so so you you can't enjoy Christmas as much as anyone else, so no, no one can. Is that the yeah? Absolutely. The grinch, Just pull the plug on Christmas lights. Yeah.
2: Let's not bother getting the polar bear out.
1: of well, Coca-Cola commercial. Let's let's it's try Im- now. Okay. Well, let's try and improve the mood with a bit of love, not yes. between us two, but rush hour crush. Wonderful. So, to the beautiful Belfast blonde who wanted a rush hour crush, you have travelled the world, but we share a local. First round on me guy with interest interesting job coventry wow why has he got an interesting job does he go on the train with a bow and arrow well i mean that that's that would pique my interest what would that job be shooting well, pigeons. hawkeye, oh, oh, that's hawkeye. A
2: marble, but that's that if you've got a bow and arrow that immediately says vigilante to me protector of society
1: yeah or like
2: yeah or yeah, keeping bandits at bay. If absolutely, in... Belfast blonde. Well, wow, goodness me, that Irish accent with a blonde quiff. I mean, that really does tick the old um, flirtation box, is not it?
1: Yeah, or maybe a blonde beehive. Do you like the beehive? Oh, god, be... yes. Yeah,
2: Sixties beehive. Yeah. Absolutely, I love the idea of a
1: blonde crash helmet on a lady's head. So they they were obviously talking, and he was massively attracted to her, um, her her accent and her like. She, she's very worldly, travelled wonderful um and he's got an interesting job now i I, what's the most interesting job you've heard uh, where you've gone oh oh that's
2: interesting the most interesting job i've heard was um someone who did surveillance for um they didn't say who they wouldn't (sighs) go into deep elements Mm. but it was um they would put bugs into people's homes oh wow that is interesting and now they've become like um, a private version of that so, if you're a really rich person and you thought you're, um, uh, well, the classic is a wife having an affair or mm-hmm. a husband, yep. you know, while the other or the secretary is staying too late to count numbers, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, you'd start putting bugs everywhere. And um, so originally they were working for the government, didn't say who, and now they've gone private. And I remember it was at some, I think it was at like a wedding reception, and I was just fascinated. I think she got a bit sick because it wasn't her; it was her husband. She just got sick of the questions. Oh, uh, yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah, you don't want to enrage someone
1: like that, do you? They probably just make a quick call and get you quietly removed, wouldn't they?
2: Oh God, you wouldn't want that. Queuing up for Tesco's, and then you see one of those predator predator-style laser yeah. dots in your chest. <clears throat> um, I think what um, blast across I'd, the uh... yeah, blast your big
1: hole in your head. Uh, yeah, I you met don't someone, want that. I met someone that um valued diamonds, which is quite interesting.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Valley of diamonds. That sounds like the beginning of a James Bond movie, doesn't it? When you see yeah. someone valuing a diamond, you know they're a villain, usually. Yeah, then they've, they've worked
1: out an ingenious way of smuggling smuggling them out.
2: So, oh, God, yeah, absolutely.
1: I'd maybe have a, an ice drink but put a diamond in the ice drink.
2: I think they did that with uh, Diamonds oh, Are that- Forever, didn't they? they? They put diamonds in amongst ice.
1: Yeah, and then Indy has problems getting a diamond, doesn't he, in Temple of Doom at the beginning
2: oh yes he does yes you're but, quite right okay see, so oh yes that the ice all drops yeah. on the
1: floor oh it's amazing opening that oh, That's great, so isn't it yes so the beautiful blonde uh guy with interesting job coventry so she she wanted a rush hour crush she, i think they already say let's have a round of pints so don't they even talk about let's first get, round you know, on me hated. so if she's traveled the world where would the first pint be that what about like i don't know the oldest pub in britain or something like that or she wants to go to her roots. There's a lot of Irish pubs around London. Yes, yeah. So there we go. So we just a, just a pub in London. Then that's the that'll...
2: pub in London with an Irish clove leaf on the front. Keep a couple it couple of Guinnesses. Yeah. Keep it simple. You know they've Absolutely. obviously got a ke- chemistry going on there. If you went to Soho in London. You could probably do a different nationality. You know every bar or pub you went to. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mix okay. it up, mate.
1: Mix it up. Keep it multicultural. Um, to the redhead with a red coat on the 21.49 from Charing Cross to Ramsgate Wednesday evening. I sat next to you and we helped the tourists. You were stunning. Coffee, sexy Asian chap in a suit,
2: Kent. Oh, my God. I'm so, loving this sexy Asian chap in suit. So... I can just imagine Ken. you know what I mean? Just really um, Hugo Boss, pure black, and that black just shining from the illuminated lights like an angel in the middle of the train.
1: What's and that? she sounds like she's
2: on fire, redhead and red coat. yeah. Hot so,
1: stuff. So, so he's so what? He's in a black suit, is he?
2: I think he's in a black suit. It's a shiny Hugo Boss suit, like an agent who's just going to sign you up to a big oil yeah. deal. And she just looks like a flame moving down the alleyway. Red hair See? with a red
1: coat. Oh, and they both—they both, they're, they're both seem love. really nice. I mean, I like them already. They're, but they're helpful yep. people. They helped a, a tourist. Um, and straight I mean, away they decided what they want to do—a coffee. Coffee, yes, coffee. But is that? But
2: where can they have the coffee? I mean, is it is it just a coffee? or is They're latte they need... lovers. They've got a more je ne sais quoi element to themselves. They're not just going to go for a, a, a black Americano. They're going to go for something with a bit more dairy and milk and punch to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining, I'm seeing them as, um, you know, trendy but casual. That always equals to me Starbucks.
1: So, yeah, I mean, they are quite helpful, though, as well. This is the thing. So they're very helpful. They're very kind. I mean, I like them. Is there something we can do with that? Is there something that... So, yes, the coffee, but is there something with the helpfulness of these this couple that are so – maybe they could volunteer as well, like serving coffee at some um, – Yes, at
2: some kind of soup kitchen.
1: Yeah, serving coffee and soup. Um, coffee but, and soup to the homeless whilst ready go boss soup. Yep. Like not 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 shoving it in
2: their face, just no, like, not at all. I like to look well turned out when I'm serving Absolutely. people. Absolutely, when I serve coffee to the people, I want to make sure I'm shining with some uh, black Italian threads.
1: Okay, well this is interesting. I think anyway. So in reply to shy Bob, just give me a holler and I'll be yours to keep, baby. Drinks and more, floppy
2: haired stallion. Floppy haired stallion. Goodness me! So I'm seeing a sort of Sylvester Stallone, but with a long long quiff.
1: Yeah a long kind of like 70s style um, shy bob so it that it's it could be that shy bob already messaged rush hour crush to say hi who's a floppy-haired stallion i'm shy bob and then floppy heads that this could be a, a message back to shy yeah, Bob. It sounds like it so that's good so poor shy bob he's obviously the the rush hour Crush is is most definitely reciprocated this might be the first one i think that we've had where there's an un- it's unquestionably been i
2: mean after a while you've got to stop using the metric though I mean, you've got to start actually making contact because you can't have a co- an ongoing conversation via a well-known publication that's a bit hoggy you're hogging the the yeah. uh, platform a bit there. i think
1: if shy bob was to reply again to this it'd be a bit much like hi it's shy bob again to the floppy hairs, down hope you're reading this. What time do you you want to meet, you know? So, uh, okay, so shy Bob, what what do shy people like? They don't like the attention
2: on them. Absolutely. So they want to be basically in a a place whereby, you know, um, sort of maybe a darkly lit bar, something like that. They said, let's have a drink once again. So it's a case whereby the the focus isn't purely on them. Or, for crying out loud, we live in the year 2022, Mm. well, back then, 2014 mm-hmm. but you could always have a webcam a uh, date without the um the camera on
1: yeah just flick yeah okay so that's good so shy bob just to check that he's not and he could even if he doesn't if he's conscious of his voice he could even just type
2: yeah absolutely just um romantic text on the screen and they go
1: should we have another drink and they both drink at the same time and then maybe a few dates down the line maybe they meet face to face and shy bob will hopefully overcome come out of his shell floppy. I mean, Sally. that's why
2: motorcons
1: are there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, right, well, that's the end of Rush Hour Crush. We've got some some beauties there. Um, right, good deed feed. Okay, right. This is. I thought this was sarcasm, but I think it's genuine. Thank you to the drunk Welsh bloke on the delayed 1708 train from Bath Spa to Bristol Temple Mees. You brightened up my train ride. Ooh. I thought that was... This is another crush, is that? No, this is a a good deed feed.
2: Oh, this is a good deed feed. Goodness me, you brightened up my day. So what, he came over and had a
1: chat with him. Maybe he was doing some, you know, some drunk people on trains. They're just like, you know, they're quite verbal, aren't they? Maybe he was just telling a few jokes to people and singing or something, and maybe he was sick and skidded in his sick, and that just made this Dan from Bristol laugh or something. Goodness, me. well, it's about sharing
2: the humour, sharing the laughter,
1: and so on, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think I don't want me to be dark, but I think this drunk
2: Welsh man has problems. I think. Yeah, he's, I was thinking that it's like he's um, hiding behind the drink. I don't think um, he's, he was performing completely uh, on purpose. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm. think he had a, uh, a clown or a stand-up comedian. I think there was a man wrestling with his demons in the middle of the train. I think as soon as he gets off that train, he's going to go home and he's going to have a,
1: you know, a sobbing sobbing into the pillow i think two words or was it one word rehab perhaps. rehab yeah that's what we need so dan can um go with him this drunk welsh bloke to rehab and just sit with him and say look you don't need the drink to be funny
2: do you no, come on absolutely you're just a magical gift in yourself
1: yeah and then gradually just like the the drunk welsh bloke when he when he's sober welsh bloke will come out of his shell a bit more and and just just tell the odd joke, and Dan can be supportive. <laughs> That's a good joke, isn't it? You're not absolutely you're not, not drunk, there, are you? I mean, just popping some paracetamols through the letterbox would be a start for him, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Just ease ease them into it. So, so the reward is a, a road to sobriety, unless you can absolutely a friend w- that will take you when you're sober. Yeah, Is a friend, more than indeed. an
2: audience. Uh, you know, a genuine
1: friend during rainy times. I remember there was one. Drunk bloke on a tube once, and he was shouting out the stops before we got to them, and he he thought it was funny, and he was doing it, and people were just ignoring him. And he was going, um ladbrook Grove." Looked around, and no one laughed, and he just was like getting really cross because no, because like no sense of humour. No one's got a sense of humour. What shouting out tube stops is funny, is it? mcintyre no, did not
2: climb the ladder by shouting out train station names. No. No, he didn't. You've got to at least have a. That's the start of a joke. Where's the punchline? Yes. The, well, the, in, according to him, it would be the next tube stop. Goodness I me, mean, you're not you're not going anywhere with that, pal. No. Where, you know, what are we relating to here? What's the social yeah. observation?
1: Yeah. Where's Where's the you know setup?
2: Absolutely. Um, but uh, have you ever had in, drunken encounters? Oh, what? many a time, all the time. I hate getting on trains late at night <laughs> because they always just grab your eyes you know, as in they try and get eye contact with you and then they mm-hmm. suck you into their drunken, you know, orbit. And then either they're telling you about their wife they hate, which is a terrible thing, but it mm-hmm. does seem to be a thing that reoccurs, hence why they're drunk, staggering around a train with a, you know, a can of Stella. Um, I've, had, I've never had an angry drunk touch wood, kind of uh, verbally or physically kind of, um, uh, you know, attack me or anything, but certainly one that wants to tell me about their woes, mm-hmm. their trouble. Or one that does think they're on live at the, the Apollo, okay. thinks I am their their audience mm-hmm. and they're ready to perform type of thing.
1: And do you play
2: along? Do you go? Ah, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> quite- it depends how frightened I am. Okay. If they're a man of a high build, they uh, you know they look like something out like of Game of Thrones. I will laugh like a schoolgirl mm-hmm. and just hope they move on. Um, if not, I'll uh, perhaps go back to my metro. Very sensible, yeah. Full circle, in the metro. Though, indeed. Yeah, lovely, Many lovely a time stuff. I'll, um, you know, pick up a metro or uh, or I guess a mobile phone, that's a bit more like. I'll give a smile, but mm-hmm. then my eyes will go down to an imaginary fictional text that I'm yeah, composing. You, you don't want to enrage the beast, to do you? No, God, no. no so if he's a man of a, of, you know, a large build that could basically, you know, Put me over his knee and snap me in half like a baguette, I'll just laugh away like I'm on laugh gas. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, sounds like. Jerry Seinfeld in the carriage with me. That's hilarious. Okay, so who am I? Who am I? Indeed, who are you? Let's find out.
1: Right, let's find out. What's the setup with your new film, Nativity
2: 3? Martin Freeman. No. So I know who this is going to be, and I can't remember his well, name. Annoyingly, he's a well-known British comedian.
1: Okay, here we go. Here we go. Ha- um, right, I this, can't remember the guy's name. This this one is ruling someone out of Nativity. So I'm going to. So have you seen Mark Wootton's other stuff, like High Spirits with Shirley Ghostman and La La Land? It's a bit dark.
2: Well, that's who I was going to go for, Captain. So there we go. We've ruled There him. you Mark go. Wutcher, I'm a big Wutcher fan of that else. chap, and I thought it was going to be him. So who else could it be for Nativity Three? Nativity
1: Three. So maybe they bought in fresh, because the first one was David Tennant, wasn't it? Was it? Was David Tennant? No, no the, the first one, first
2: one was it's always Martin Freeman.
1: Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, then David Tennant got involved, did he? I don't think so. I'm probably. I think I'm wrong. Forget that so it's not oh, who
2: took over from martin freeman not who, Martin
1: yeah. Freeman. it's not mark wutan if that's how you say his name do you want me to give you do you want me to give I you the last really, question where yes. you'll get it or you won't did it take you a while to shake off the character of gary from men behaving badly oh neil morrissey martin ah, clunes yes martin clunes well done you got Yes, it is. Martin Clues, you got there in the end.
2: I didn't know he's in Nativity Three. Goodness me! Nativity Three, yeah. Did that get a cinema release? Obviously, it did it did It, it was
1: one of the ones I was going to ask you about in here, but um, I won't now because we've um we've discussed it. So there we go. Well,
2: oh, I don't know if I got there. path I think you met me halfway with. That. I
1: think I think you got there. You were, you know, kind that of was it very it was of your, it was your, it was a guess. Come on, that's you guess, your good deed it? for the day. Good deed feed. Maybe you could write into Metro
2: about Oh, we'll do yes, I absolutely we're doing a podcast about Metro. My friend stopped me from being humiliated with his um, uh, you know, kind game master rules.
1: Well, you know, it's a friendly it's not a it's not a like a the, the final, is it in
2: Euro the Euro Well, well I kinda of think come. that deep deep down inside it does affect my self esteem for the rest of the day. I know. So as, as I leave my flat and wander into the universe and I think, well, at least you you know, you did well on Metro Retro. And you always get you know, you always get stuff right on this so you,
1: you do well. You know your well, stuff. I don't, I don't I mean... think I
2: got the actual title of the podcast right then. What did you call Metro, it? Metro Metro. Yeah, I do that as well. It's it's, it's Metro Retro. Absolutely. Get it right, Dave. For crying it's... out loud, mate, it's a podcast you're actually existing in. It's like getting the name Britain wrong and you're existing on its very aisles. What would you call it? T- B- Bitten? No, I don't know.
1: T- t- not, Brixton. Um, Brixton. Um, oh, by the way, do Britain, do please so I mean... follow us on Twitter, Metro Retro Pod. just feel like this madness
2: in text form by all means get involved um right what's it all
1: about
2: i wake up with that song in my head i really do because it is the ultimate existential question what is it all about i constantly ask that question in the shower on the toilet looking through the fridge going through Mm. my recycling bin getting on a bus that is a constant question what is it all bloody about well let's try and find let's let's really work that out now with this challenge, what is it all about?
1: Right. Well, okay. I mean, that's a very good approach to it. But in this instance, I'm just going to read out headlines and I would like you to tell me what that specific headline is about. But okay. I like your philosophical thing. um But in this instance, if we just bring it down from the higher Baby steps. philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So with a face like that, Rue had to score.
2: Yeah, so Rooney, Rooney had to score with a face like that, with a face of determination and focus and diligence. Wayne Rooney had to score. Oh, so you think it's a picture of Rooney looking like really
1: determined and you know from that face he's got to score.
2: Or it could be a case of um, scoring with ladies because he is well known for having a penchant for the opposite sex. They like their puns, they like their puns. Might not even be Rooney, might be a kangaroo. I'm thinking Wayne Rooney, and I'm thinking they're making some kind of comment about his face. They don't always say he's the most attractive man. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't, you know, I certainly wouldn't say that. I've got a lot of time for Wayne, do you know what I mean? Simple as. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's uh, with a face like that, he's got to score. But then again, he's not David Beckham. He said to me, with a with a face like that, he's got to score. I'd be like, yeah, if you're David Beckham, you're going to score 24-7. He's, mm-hmm. he's a bloody chick magnet, to use the official biological medical term um but yeah it's a case of um i would say it's about him on the pitch with a face of of still determination so he's got a a score picture of him steely, yeah like focused yeah
1: that's what i'm going to go for right the reality is wayne rooney scores goals because his face is the right shape research has revealed the manchester united star nicknamed shrek because of his wide head has the features that mark out the best strikers from the rest wow wowzers. Was he good at headering the ball? What's that about then? I do not. Well, it, I mean, it does go on a bit, but basically, I guess it's the maybe where his eyes are set and his he's got the shape of his head is good for headering and his eyes are the best for like looking at, um, the, the you know the micromillimeters of yeah, I guess frozen. so. He's got the, yeah. there's no
2: blind spots there because he's got such a wide head, like a massive plate, like a Shrek. You're right. Yeah. So there we go. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Very interesting.
1: Like a hammer shark, those eyes i'm a head shark my god a head what a shark yeah quite right what a look what's a look okay the ceilings are getting plastered so are fans the ceilings are getting plastered
2: um so are fans so it could be a case of um the stadium ceilings are getting plastered and because of that the plaster's plaster is dropping on the fans or it could be being plastered as in drunk the ceiling so, so are the fans or maybe the, the fans have got so drunk, they're getting out of control and they're plastering the ceiling with drink, uh, biological fluids and food. So that I
1: mean, that, I, I I do love the thought processes. I love I love hearing the thought processes, but I think we need to narrow it down to just one.
2: You the the me, last one. You, you gave me three options. So intoxicated so, fans are just uh, running riots and they're plastering the ceiling with. We, um projectile vomit. Debris. That could be biological or, yeah, booze and things
1: in that vein. Okay. The actual headline refers to fans of Grand Designs could have vision issues after host Kevin MacLeod discovered there was a drinking game for the show and revealed an episode had been created to get them inebriated. As part of the game, viewers have to down a shot if regular occurrences such as the owners running out of money or windows failing to fit crop up. So it's a that is a drinking game i will happily enter. So every time he says, oh, it's going to be beautiful, isn't it, or
2: something, they have to drink something. So he's... You need a stomach pump at the end of, that, at the end of Grand Design. Imagine ringing up NHS Online. I've done a Grand Design drinking game and it was uh, it was just too successful this week. Do you know what I mean? There was like too many successes in a large country manner. I've down way too much tequila. You've got to be careful.
1: Are you a fan of tequila? If you had to drink shots now, what would they be?
2: I do like something with a kind of. Um, basically, I'm like a 44 year old child, so mm. I like liqueur, like cherry things like oh, that. Yes. So it no, tastes like it's a Haribo. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still cool. getting the alcoholic kick. Is there a pineapple one? I think there is. So that- i be well like, like up for that. I'm like I'm, I'm a Malibu and Coke man, which is terrible. That sounds like what a 17 year old in the 80s would drink.
1: No, that's I like something with like nice, a
2: sweet kiss at the end of it.
1: Yeah, because then, then you can just get, get kind of um, plastered and without uh, it the, the taste of the, you know, strong it alcohol. It doesn't feel like
2: a proper adult drink. Yeah. But in some ways it's terrible because obviously, you know, you don't know it, but you're getting, you know, it feels like you're drinking Panda Coca-Cola, but in actual fact you're... Yeah. So you like those um, uh, fruity cocktails then? Oh, God, yes. I would be destroyed on that.
1: Okay, so tis the season to be underwhelmed.
2: So that's going to be about a recession. That's going to be a case of um, people not having enough money for actual Christmas. Like it's here, Mm -hmm. but I ain't got enough readies in the bank to properly enjoy it. So what would you – you'd have to improvise presents? Oh, yeah, it could be very much a case of that. Like can I turn my socks into hand puppets?
1: Yeah, and use metros as wrapping paper.
2: Yeah, can I turn the elastic in my um, pants as like a headband for my dad to use next time he's at the gym? Maybe cut a bit of your
1: hair out, weave it together to, t- to instead of sellotape, to tie a bow, a hair bow. Yeah,
2: God having to really do DIY, massively like I'm an Ewok or Rambo, just living in the forest trying to celebrate.
1: Yeah, toenail clippings maybe to secure. Maybe if someone bites their toenails or bites their nails, you could give them your own nails. You bite nails so much i thought you'd like my nails to bite give them some t- nail clippings who knows like a yeah.
2: sculpture i think just giving them mm. nails wouldn't be enough so maybe a nail necklace i don't know no. oh that's ever... nice that's nice well, Nail earrings nail earrings because you could just put them, push them through the hole right
1: yes. so it is not about that it's are these the worst christmas lights in britain huh? the feeble glow of led strips wrapped around lampposts is hardly likely to bring crowds of christmas shoppers flocking but it's the best that one town can manage after its festive display was scaled down over safety fears. And there's a picture here. It's basically... It doesn't look like Christmas at all. There's some lights. You can just about see them.
2: God, I think Christmas, you've got to live it. Don't worry about safety fears. It's every yeah. year once a year. Yeah, for crying reason. out loud, live it. Have a <laughs> few fairy lights up and risk your life. You don't think of Christmas when you look at that image, do you? I really don't. It's just literally a few little lights wrapped Ra- around a um a, a traffic lamp-
1: cone yeah a lamp post but um yeah. but yeah so that's that one
2: um w- do you decorate your house at christmas um my own flat i'm quite lazy no not really but growing up uh the family house is just manically uh decorated mm-hmm. nice. absolutely like um um a christmas bomb had exploded filled mm-hmm. with uh, tinsel instead of nails tinsel like a well, terrorist, a- christmas terrorists had come in and uh Detonated a bomb everywhere. A nice terrorist, presumably. Yeah, or. a nice. Tra- I guess Santa Claus is a nice terrorist, isn't he? He breaks into your home. yeah And instead of stealing things, he leaves things for you. So he's like a, you know, he's a nice cat burglar.
1: But, yeah, and you, it's kind of like there is a a, a bit of um consent there because you leave him biscuits and stuff, don't you? So Very it's almost, true. Absolutely. He's expected, so there is a consent. So there's a whole article on shoes. There's I a houses. whole like about shoes. I mean, I just thought I'd. I do you have like how many
2: pairs of do you have? loads of shoes or not really i'd say i've got um work shoes you know your mm-hmm. sensible bro clerks.
1: so you have to wear like proper shoes for work you yeah can't get away absolutely with you. and
2: then um a pair of uh, your usual trainers for casual uh, as the visits and mm-hmm. um you know down the pub with my friends uh, so i'd say um i would say i've got like maybe a few shoes and trainers and banging around in like the um in one of my cupboards so if one of my shoes kind of broke i'd have something to fall back on mm-hmm. but usually in my bedroom there's a pair of sense brokes for uh times of work professional corporate dave mm-hmm. then a black pair of slip-on pumas when it's more casual banter dave good good access to the to the foot if you want to get off yeah to absolutely slip off. definitely weekend Dave, yeah. and then um uh, corporate weekday Dave and do would you do? You, have you got really snazzy shoes for a wedding they or would, would they be, be probably the, the sensible black Clark brogues. so, those so I'm work very shoes. much a case of Matt yeah absolutely when okay, I think you know I never know that particular year someone might bite the dust and I might be wearing these um, you know carrying a coffin into a hearse mm-hmm. or uh, chucking um, uh, so- soil on the Oh, so I, I was thinking of, um, <laughs> God, I, do you know, my brain is terrible. Uh, what do you throw over people when they come out of a church for a wedding? Uh, confetti. Confetti. Mm-hmm. crying out loud, confetti. Yeah, you don't know. Basically, I could be chucking salt on a coffin or confetti over a bride. Either way, you want shoes that are going to tick all those boxes. Yes. Both the sensible black brogues. Yep. That's great.
1: Um,
2: and do you, in the house, do you wear slippers or are you barefoot or what? your... I should wear slippers and I was actually thinking about that when we were talking about them. I was thinking I need to get myself a decent pair of perhaps Garfield or Ewok slippers and who knows, that might be a Christmas treat for myself because at the moment I'm leaving way too much sock uh, fur, or if that's the word, or thread or fluff around the old flat Mm-hmm um okay
1: because i'm 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 kind of i quite like having my feet out like when i'm at home i don't wear slippers but it does lead to a few you know like bumps and bruises but i, I oh, like but getting, it's nice to
2: have some air H yeah, two like
1: O on the old feet getting, getting my feet out is, is h2o
2: yeah. oxygen or is that water i
1: think uh water is h2o isn't it oh but there we go i like cleaning size, my feet as well they? no so you were right you know i do like there you go. go just you like my... to refresh the old feet um give them a drink but yeah i just thought i'd get your views on shoes there just um uh, i've been not, getting why lots, not? Of, lots of vegan shoes now so i've got all these shoes that are made from apparently I've, it's better than actual leather but they're made from the same stuff that yachts are made from
2: wow so you're literally floating on a yacht every time you put your feet on you it feel like a sailor,
1: it feels like i've got my own own yacht um i thought this was quite interesting so downton has the perfect formula for a top tv show Wow, that is interesting. So, experts, analysts, experts analyzed the fifty most popular shows of the past decade to discover what made them such hits. Um, and then they go on to say the makeup of the perfect episode was found to consist of sixty five percent drama, twelve percent shocks, nine percent comedy, eight percent action, and six percent romance. That's very interesting. I should be writing that down. Do you think? If you did stick to that, you would come up to some, or would it just and feel was it, like 65% a robot? Yes, drama. a robot? Yeah, so drama's way the top one. Sixty-five percent drama
2: is. The only thing I'd say about that is that um, romance, action—well, that is drama, isn't it? I mean, they are the ingredients of drama, D- don't they? Mean like,
1: where are my socks? I haven't seen your socks. I saw you wearing those socks. I, haven't, I wouldn't
2: wear your socks if you paid me. Like jeopardy and i guess stuff. so yes i suppose i um, guess the romance and the drama is more spe- sorry the romance and the action is more specific and i guess the comedy is more specific so i think um it's a bit of a um yeah i i wouldn't go with that really i mean 60 percent. i'd want to go more into that 65 percent and examine that it's like right okay yeah drama that's a bit you know it's, it's a bit vague like saying, isn't it it's a bit vague if you want to be a striker you know on a football field 65 percent of you has got to have um, you know good coordination it's like, well, give me a bit more than that I know mm. I, need. I know I need good coordination, but what techniques are in that coordination?
1: yeah I mean i want I, it does sound like if you fed this into a machine and a robot pumped something out, it would just feel really soulless, wouldn't it like if you if you stuck to that uh, whatever it is that equation um I don't think you'd come up with a good one i think I think you'd come up with something quite bland, wouldn't you basically mm. Sixty-five percent drama. That's interesting, though, is isn't it? So, <clears throat> I mean, because I'm I'm trying to write
2: something at the moment, and I suppose it is quite dramatic. So, maybe, but if maybe... it didn't have any drama in it, it would just be completely empty. So, it's almost like saying, um, you know, uh, Coke. God, I'm trying to think. You know, sixty-five percent of an apple part. You know, sixty-five percent of an apple pie needs to be apple. Well, in actual fact, you'd probably want more than sixty-five percent. But it's a case. So that's a terrible metaphor. But the thing is, it's a case of um, you're almost putting out the obvious there, aren't you?
0: Mm.
1: Like, can you remember what your favourite TV show is? Well, of course you can remember, but your favourite TV episode, sorry. Sorry.
2: Favourite TV uh, episode, Um, I'm trying to think maybe an Alan Partridge one or something like that. Yeah, so that's... And and woven into the comedy, there's always got to be drama in a sense. Yeah,
1: like Breaking Bad or something. That's like, there's a lot more, there's no virtually no comedy in Breaking Bad, is there?
2: I would say there's probably 6% of the comedy in there. You have moments of Jesse, don't you? In oh, yeah, one yeah, yeah. So I think 6% comedy does make sense with that one.
1: Mm. I d- I, I'd be very surprised slight if, six, if, if an episode of Breaking Bad, i should be surprised if it was as much as 6% comedy, though.
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'd say probably 1% or 2%, just the odd, odd dry line, you know, type of thing. It depends what you're signing up for, isn't it, genre-wise? That's a yeah. big factor.
1: I guess they're looking at all of them and then breaking, coming up with an average. I guess
2: Downton Abbey is a good example because it's like, you know, your mainstream Sunday night show that's going to attract a lot of people. So if you can, uh, you know, if you could recreate that formula, that's the thing that's going to hook people in. I think Downton Abbey, the real secret to that was these two worlds living side by side, wasn't it? You had the lower class and the upper class and the anxieties within that. And it just really fed into everyone has social anxiety, don't they, on level. And I remember uh,
1: hearing Julian Fellows say that for the for the downstairs people, the upstairs people, it's like they're like the X Factor. They gossip about the upstairs people. Yeah, did, yeah. Did you hear what Lady Mary said? Um I've come across a film page.
2: Oh wow. wow, let's go for
1: it. Okay, so I will read you three reviews. There's loads of reviews on here. Loads of five five star, four stars. Okay, so 2014, remember? Gripping and heartbreaking. An instant classic, one of the best films of the year, twenty fourteen.
2: again, okay, so one of the best films of the year, heartbreaking, gripping, gripping
1: and heartbreaking, an instant classic, inspiring, an incredibly moving story,
2: fascinating and happy... thrilling. With Will Smith?
1: No, good guess. Um, crack the code, win the war. Oh, Enigma. No, Kira Knightley.
2: Oh God, is the um. Oh, I was talking to someone about this. Benedict recently. Cumberbatch, there we go, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I know, it's the Oscar movie, isn't it? I can't remember the bloody name. Because the Enigma one, that was one with Kate Winslet, wasn't that? Um, Enigma Code. Uh, yeah, what was the name of that movie? I, I've forgotten the name of
0: it.
1: Shall I help you? Say, say something.
2: So what's the name of the film?
1: So what was the name of the film? What am I doing? Um, how do you mean? Sorry how do you mean sorry i'm doing a an, uh, an...
2: oh um repeating copying echoing imitation oh imitation. imitation game wasn't it yeah there we absolutely. go there
1: we go yes oh there's a there's a whole thing about neighborhood watch now have you ever been involved in neighborhood watch and if you haven't what would you what do you think is about what what would be your like tips for neighborhood watching
2: uh, neighborhood watch tips definitely would be a case of um making sure i've never done neighborhood watch but i think it would very much be a case of um noise pollution would be a big aspect just, certainly yep just fly be. tippers would be a massive uh, aspect, it uh, goes about saying um creating a um a safe environment for uh, youngsters and kids mm-hmm. would be a big big um factor it goes about saying and being watchful of uh, very expensive tinted window BMWs just randomly driving up and down my streets. Are you? Well, what? What's this? Is this? Is this like drug dealers? Could be. That's what I'd be sniffing around. It's like, why are you here? You're driving up and down my street. But you're not getting out of the car type so you would you would you stand in front of the car with your hand out whoa 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 can i help you sir are you lost you need if i've been elected by the people to be their spokesperson mm-hmm. i would be knocking on the tinted window and just having a chat and saying you know i'm I'm this street sheriff in a way mm-hmm. i'm neighborhood watch this is what a sheriff was back in the wild west days uh what are you doing here that would you don't be live good here, but you keep driving up and down this street and you seem to be selling things seem to be passed through the window And um, you know, it's not just uh, thank you notes or Valentine cards. It seems to be something you know you're making cash out of. Oh, um, I mean, that would be a brilliant idea to have a sheriff of each street, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, definitely, absolutely. I'm the sheriff of um, you know Saint Leonard's. You would make an excellent sheriff, I think. You've got thank you dress for the part and I'd wander up and down my street, I'd take the role very seriously. Very good moral compass. So, yeah, I, yes, thank I think
1: neighbourhoods is about communications, isn't it, and keeping an eye on things
2: because you don't want a street that's littered with dog turds, do you? I didn't even think of dog turds. You are quite, quite right. I that went straight to a uh, sound pollution, but definitely uh, not dog turds. Mm. You know, canine, you know, uh, minefields, left, right, and centre. You don't want that. I'd be certainly, uh, I'd go out there after a frost, with a um, with a knitting needle, and I'd uh, you know puncture each of them one by one, and then I'd stick it in the middle of the street with a note saying, "Whoever these, uh, you know, o- whoever the owner is of these, mm-hmm. please take them home and put them down your lavatory." Goodness me! I, mean, I think I mean, basically that. neighborhood watch is just one a lot of CCTV cameras.
1: Yeah, and communicating with all the other neighbors. Did you see that? You know, rustling yeah, the curtains. Yeah, definitely.
2: So there's um, no discussion that you it's like no this is the hard fbi style drone camera evidence
1: yeah corroborated by mrs stevens from number 17 absolutely and, this uh, is
2: why you're going better. into coventry for an entire week no one will be talking to you yeah because
1: of because you dropped that coke can um, yeah absolutely i, th- I think uh, if if there was a neighborhood watch i i would possibly get into trouble because our lavender bush is growing out a bit onto the street but it's covered in bees and i don't want to trim it back
2: what as long you t- as you knocked on my door as the sheriff you explained and yeah. we took a walk wander over to the lavender bush and you introduced me to the bees you wouldn't be ostracized by the yeah i would thing. i would certainly do that if you were sheriff and uh, I,
1: i'd try and preempt it before i got the knock to say come on you need to sort your bush out yeah I'd absolutely go to you, i'd say look the bees are in trouble this is a haven for bees can do you mind if i cut it back a, in a few months
2: absolutely i mean you know i'm a fair but harsh master simple as that
1: no you sound sa- you sound very fair Very fair. Um, Okay. Well, I I think that's probably enough today, isn't it? For um, certainly Any any further thoughts?
2: What a treat. 2015. 14. 14. I keep calling it 15. 14. I'm wishing my life away. Uh, What an absolute treat. November, on the way to Christmas. Although those Christmas lights, what well, they were, they were a bit, bit depressing. I'd need a bit more illumination to create that sort of, you know, Noel happiness. Yeah, they, I mean, a bit of red as well around there, a bit oh, of red, a bit of glitter, yeah.
1: a bit of tinsel. But um, and we had a lovely
2: chat about Christmas, didn't we? Absolutely. About the, I mean, I think you should try and create that sleeping bag experience all over again instead of yeah, a stocking. I think it,
1: it, that was the peak peak Christmas present. Don't don't feel the though you peaks, mate. Recreate what's it. Make what's demands step, now. It's August. What's the step after? a sleeping bag where'd you go i don't know
2: because a sleeping bag is an entire human being so and you know after that it's just um it's Bounty, utter... deflated bouncy castle yeah i something? think it would be a deflated bouncy castle basically um yeah i don't know because i mean you know what else is yeah it would be like a deflated bouncy castle. cut it
1: open so it's got like a uh, container and then just fill it up
2: fill it up with toys and then just go in there with a large samurai sword and slash it to bits and you know You've got Terry's orange, uh, you know, sweets rolling out for you. Amazing. Chocolates. Amazing. Okay, well,
1: thanks very much. Do please follow us on Twitter, at Metro Retro
2: and we'll see you soon. Thank you, sir. Take care.